the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Uh, The last time I saw uh, Mike Pompeo... Uh, an international superstar, if you will, a great, great American, former Secretary of State, was down. We were celebrating Italian-American heritage uh, in the executive office building across from the White House, and uh, a lot of the Italian-Americans were there from the administration. Who walks in? Uh, the Secretary of State at the time, Mike Pompeo, comes in with his lovely wife, Susan. I'll never forget that. The support that Mike Pompeo showed the Italian-American community, we took a picture. He said to he said to Arthur Idala, my buddy who took the picture, I want that picture picture secretary mr secretary welcome to the show did you ever get the picture if i if i may ask <laughs> i have the picture yes joe it's great to be with you i remember that day so well so does susan we loved it we had a great time with a bunch of our italian american friends uh but mr secretary you showed up it is it, it, so you know it doesn't happen they forget about us you know we're we're italian americans and you showed up uh so thank you for that and our best to you and thank you we're honored to have you on the program uh, mr secretary now and i gotta tell you we gotta go right here because people are talking about it already and, this, and I hate to put you on the spot but we need an Italian American president. I'm just saying. Are you going in? Come on! Come on! Uh, I, think it'd be, I think it'd be great to have an Italian American president. We should find someone. We'll get that done. <laughs> I know, because we can make meatballs, meat, meatballs like they've never had in the White House, Mr. Secretary. Come on, you know it. Thank you for everyone. Uh, you, you, now I know, I know, I know you love you love meatballs. I, do you make you make your own? Do you? Did I mean that you cook a little bit I too? I do. So? I do. Wow, I don't. I don't. Wow. I'm not a great cook, but I can do my father's uh, and grandfather's meatball recipe. It's uh, it's wonderful. It's fun. When my dad did it, there was a lot of vodka. Anyway, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Secretary Papeo, thank you for for being the upstanding, uh, fine American, caring about America first. And and as you, the, on January twentieth, you tweeted out "America first. You will always keep that in your heart. We so appreciate that, sir. What is going on with China in regards? How dangerous is what? Again, Joe Biden's in the White House. No, not no disrespect to President Biden, but he's awfully close to Beijing, and we're worried about that. Uh, is is that a warranted worry, Secretary Pompeo? Joe, it's a, a real challenge. Uh, and a little bit of history is worthy here. For 50 years, this isn't political. Democrats and Republicans both had this wrong. We we tried our best to engage with China and to convince them not to do harm to the American people. And it didn't work. It failed. Uh, and so now you have enormous American business interests. There's lots of things that matter that are going on in China. And yet they were continuing to step on it. They took millions of jobs from places like my home in Kansas and from all across America. Yeah, yeah. They stole intellectual property. And now they're doing horrible things to their own people. It's just it's really terrible. And I hope this administration will do what President Trump and our team did. We took this seriously when we had unfair rules, when it wasn't reciprocal trade. We said enough. We're not going to do that with tariffs on them. When uh, when they did things that uh, threatened the capacity for us to move commercial products around the seas in the East China Sea, we said, no, that's not going to work. And we sailed ships 
They understand those responses, Joe. They, they get it. When America's strong, when we put America first, the world gets that. When we appease, when we try to just uh, say, look, can't we just all get along? Uh, Americans lose, and our prosperity decreases, our security risk goes up, and I hope this administration won't go down that path. We were so proud of uh, you, uh, Secretary Pompeo, and uh, President Trump for standing up to China the way he did. If I may ask, sir, the South China Seas, they're building up a military base. We knew that from Peter Navarro from day one and from our friend Gordon Chang on the show that is that enlightens us in that regard. Are they still building up the military bases in the South China Seas, the Chinese, sir? So they're still at it. Uh, they are also building up their capabilities, not on these little islands, these little atolls, um, but rather through their ships and their capacity for to sail their navy. Um, but during the Trump administration, uh, we sailed ships through the Taiwan Strait. We uh, built out re- reliable partners in the region with the South Koreans, with the Australians, with the Japanese, with the Indians, all of whom have deep interest there. We told countries in Southeast Asia, if you'll stand up to China, we'll be right with you. We'll help you. Uh, this administration's got to do the same thing, uh, Joe. And, you know, we didn't even, haven't even talked about the threat from China that's already inside our gates here at home. We had a spy shop operated by the Chinese in Houston. We shut it down. Uh, they are coming here inside the gates, inside the United States. It's a real threat to us, and the Chinese Communist Party has to be confronted. It is, and the Confucius studies in colleges now. How do we let that go? I mean, and, 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 can you explain that to us, sir, please? No, I, I can't understand what the Biden administration did on this one. These are institutes that are basically uh, laundering operations for Chinese information campaigns. They send students here. They send professors here. They give research grants to our colleges and institutions. And, uh, and then that information ends up back in the hands of the Chinese national security apparatus. We told schools to shut it down. We uh, issued executive orders with respect to this. And we made real progress. We had a bunch of schools close these things down in the Biden administration within the first couple weeks reverses that executive or says, well, we're going to go look at this. There's, there's nothing to look at. We know what they're doing. It's bad. It should be shut down. Yeah, and, and with the virus, if I may, I mean, we hear so many things. It, it, it seems like we're at war, in essence. Uh, President Xi, maybe it wasn't, uh, you know, on purpose and it wasn't intentional, but the, once the virus got out, did they do enough to stop it? And we, I want to give a shout-out to the World Health Organization because I have a lot of folks who work there, who are ambassadors there, Mr. Secretary, and they help with malaria and they help around the world. But I, it, the, the World Health Organization, with China, with this virus, how it got to America, a lot of us feel that they knew exactly what was happening. I mean, am I being dramatic when I say that, sir? Just today in the Wall Street Journal, there's a piece that I wrote with a fellow named Miles Yu. People should go read it. It talks about what was going on in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And it's true. We don't know precisely what happened. We probably won't know for a long time because the Chinese Communist Party doesn't want you, doesn't want your listeners to know. They covered it up disappeared doctors they told reporters they couldn't look and when the world health organization wanted to go conduct an investigation they were basically shown the lobby and told nope you can't get access to the data you really need to figure out how the heck this thing started and the the, the heck of it is joe is that it could happen again uh, and we, exactly. we can't have this right exactly. um, uh, millions of lives lost across the world billions of dollars in wealth destroyed and because we don't know how this began because the chinese communist party doesn't want you and me and all your listeners to know what really happened, how this Wuhan virus spread around the world. The Chinese Communist Party has to be held accountable, and we were on our way to doing that. I, I am truly, the American people have to demand that this administration do the same. 
Uh, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo with uh, Joe Piscopo. Pompeo and Piscopo sounds like a comedy team, but uh, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting, I'll do the straight lines, Joe. You can do the comedy. <laughs> yes, sir. We do appreciate your valuable time, uh, uh, Mr. Secretary. About about Iran, uh, you said, I, I saw you on the news uh, program saying that John Kerry went in, and, and he was like, was he actually dealing with Iran? Well, you were, you were so, so, we were so proud of what you were doing with Iran, standing fast, sticking up for America. We don't want sailors on their knees, Mr. Secretary. It, all of that seems to be going by the wayside, and was indeed John Kerry, uh, uh, was he uh, talking with the Iranians while you were there in Iran as Secretary of State, sir? There's, there's no doubt. Secretary Kerry, former Secretary of Energy Ernest Moniz, oh, others oh. from the previous administration were talking to the Iranian foreign minister during our time in in office. American people don't deserve that. It's un-American. You're off the stage. You're off the stinking stage. Uh, and, you know, if they were just passing and, and saying hi and exchanging platitudes, great. I suspect that's not what was happening. Uh, and bigger than that is what it appears they're going to do today. Your point about the sailors on the knees. We remember that. It's not that long ago. That's right. When, 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 they, when they attacked us, when they, then they held our sailors, we, we kowtowed to them. In the Trump administration, when Qasem Soleimani threatened America, right, this is an Iranian general who killed hundreds and hundreds of American soldiers. When he threatened us again, well, he's no more. He's gone. Yeah. And we took serious action to respond in a way that protects Americans. And that's really what America First is all about. We don't want our young men and women going overseas to have to fight and lose their lives in the Middle East. What we want to do is have enough restrained power, enough deterrence, and knowledge inside the heads of our adversaries that if you do something, we're going to respond with enormous and overwhelming power to make sure that you understand there's a real cost if you attack America. You have said that the Ayatollah only understands strength, uh, Secretary Pompeo. What, what, does Joe, what does President Biden show in his dealings with Iran? I mean, what's the best way to demonstrate strength without starting an all-out war, sir? It's precisely what we did, Joe. You know, I, I remember when we started our, our uh, pressure campaign on the Iranian regime, the former administration officials from the Obama administration said, this is going to cause a war. There'll be a war. There was no war. We, we did it in a way that was rational, that we communicated what we were doing and what our demands were, what it was we were asking from the Iranian regime. And the Iranian people responded. The Iranian people don't like the regime. They're living under either. Uh, we delivered enormous pressure on the Iranian regime. And I'm, I, I'm disheartened when I see this administration starting already to appease the theocrats and the kleptocrats that run Iran. It's bad for the Iranian people. It's bad for the Abraham Accords in Israel. And yes. it's bad for the United yes. States of America. Yeah, and God bless for all that you've done with the state of Israel. It's monumental. It's epic. It's Nobel Prize worthy. Uh, Mr. Secretary, again, we don't want to hold you too long. The Italian ambassador, we found that we were enlightened by a, a li- one of our favorite listeners called. And an uh, Italian ambassador killed in the Congo, uh, Luca uh, Atanasio. Uh, this is the Italian ambassador that was murdered. And you don't hear word one about it. Uh, well, how does that happen in the Congo? It's still that dangerous over there, sir. Yes, there are, there are many dark places in the world still, Joe. I'm, I was very saddened to read uh, of what happened to the Italian ambassador. It's absolutely tragic. Uh, you know, when we send diplomats uh, across to, to work uh, in difficult difficult places in the world, we've got to do everything we can to take care of them. In this case, uh, they were, the Italians were unsuccessful at doing that. I, I was really proud that during my time as Secretary of State, we put we put people in a lot of dangerous places, but we kept security of those people foremost, and we were... We were good, and we were we were careful, and we provided the resources needed. And by the grace of God, we didn't have anyone 
that was killed during my time. I'm, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, amen. Uh, Mike Pompeo, he is uh, a distinguished fellow at the Hudson Institute, former United States Secretary of State. And what's really cool, if I may, uh, just if I may street this for a second, sir, you are head of the CIA, man. How cool was that? How cool was <laughs> yeah, that? Was, Come on. <laughs> even, even Joe, even my, even my son thought I was cool when I got that gig. <laughs> It, it was great, and I have to tell you too. We'll let we'll let you go, Mr. Secretary. But I have a Joe, I have thank a Fox you, my friend. Me. Well, listen, we appreciate it. We we appreciate you taking the time, changing the time for us this morning. It is an honor. Your whole demeanor it makes us so proud, Secretary Pompeo. Please keep the fight. We're there for you, and please consider running for president of the United States, sir, because you are much God loved you, in this Joe. country. I'll, I'll make some meatballs for us one day. Go on. <laughs> God bless. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Secretary. Love to the family indeed. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.